Hey, it's Insights, and I'm Ian Simmons. I'll tell you what, this last 18 months has really been puzzling, hasn't it? Uh, I think it's demonstrated to all of us just how quickly the world can change. Um, for those of us in the education industry, this new level of volatility spells probably the disruption that we've been fearing for a long time. I think we've all worried that the financial model of private education, or education just in general, could be brought to its knees by some sort of a massive reset. And somehow, someway, I think we're probably somewhere around that time right now. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or you're in the for-profit sector, you've known what disruption feels and looks like, especially if you're in a, um, a more dynamic industry. If you're in the financial industry or the tech sector, you probably understand disruption at an up-close and personal level. Um, matter of fact, if you take a step back, some of the best entrepreneurs actually try to force disruption on an industry in order to bend demand in their favor. But this disruption we've been dealing with is very different. It's, it's an environmental disruption, a pandemic, and it's an external force. And it's going to change the way people will work now, how they'll work, and how they'll live in the future. If you are in the place-based business, any enterprise that is place-based relies on a location, you're going to have to rethink your future. And that means a long-term future. Whether you're in retail, food service, entertainment, hospitality, you know, theme parks, travel, athletics, you're going to change. It's just a matter of time. You, know, you change for the pandemic, but the long-term change is still going to come. Now, what's funny about our work in education is the typical school or college takes a really long time, maybe six or nine months, to create a plan, strategic plan, that unfortunately probably reinforces about 80% of what they've been doing in the past rather than what they will be doing in the future. You know, and honestly, our work at Ian Simmons & Associates has historically tried to push schools and colleges out of their comfort zone, kind of creating uh, urgency and motivation for change using external trends or generational shifts, demographic challenges, or a changing marketplace. Urgency and motivation for change has been something we've sort of had to create. Now, in some ways, the environmental circumstances we find ourselves in have done just that for us. And I don't think anything's going to really be the same after this. So the genie's out of the bottle, from my standpoint. Consumers are going to expect schools and colleges to be able to be nimble enough to adjust to the moment, whether that means get online quickly, uh, change their programs and services, their schedule, and be able to sustain themselves that way. Now, there will be more competition in the online space than ever before. There'll probably be for-profit and non-profit players that will grow. And market contraction, probably by some market consolidation, will probably happen in the private education industry. So when the dust settles and leaves this changed world that we're entering into, I think the landscape will, will be changed. So when you think about strategy for the future, I actually believe that strategy will change and the processes we use to employ them will change. A new breed of educational planning will emerge. I'm gonna call it stealth planning or stealth strategy. And it, it basically has four elements or four components. Now, two of them, the first two, they've always been in place and they're always part of 
an important strategic plan. The second two, or the latter two, numbers three and four, they're different. And they're different because of the circumstances we find them in. So first, culture. I still believe that the most important element of any healthy organization, and remember I said healthy, is a strong culture that has been curated by stakeholders. And you've got to capitalize on that culture and lean into it um, as you develop strategy. You want to leverage the connection between yourself and the relationships you've curated or developed and, and really lean into those who know and love you. So culture, absolutely critical. And second, your vision or your strategic direction. Call it your North Star um, or your, your why, as Simon Sinek would say. I also believe that, that that's really critical and important. Organizations have to have something that they're driving toward that's bigger than them. It inspires people. It's what you're trying to actually accomplish. It's not what you do, but why you do it. The impact of your organization on the world. And in the education industry, we're in the business of transformation. So this really becomes important. So culture and, and direction, or let's call it vision, those are part and parcel of any great strategic plan. This, the last two, though, are different. So number three, agility. Great schools and great colleges in the future have got to be agile. They've got to be able to make decisions thoughtfully and nimbly, but with good information, well-curated information. They've got to be data-driven, and they've got to be able to implement them quickly. So they've got to be able to reconcile kind of their long-term direction against short-term circumstances. And that's, that's tough work. That's really being agile. You know, most educational institutions were not built for speed, and they weren't actually built for agility or being nimble. They were built for endurance and built to feed themselves. And that means kind of looking inward. This new normal will force all organizations to be agile, or they're probably not going to endure. And then the fourth component, scalability. You know, this idea for how schools and colleges operate, they're going to have to really be able to ramp up or scale or tamper down depending upon circumstances. And so because we operate with a lot of fixed assets like faculty and facilities and schedule and so forth, those things tend to slow us down in our ability to mobilize and implement decisions. We've got fixed assets that are hard to move. But the idea that I'm trying to get across is Schools and colleges are going to have to move from idea to implementation pretty quickly. So an opportunity comes up. How do you capitalize on that opportunity? How do you scale to that opportunity? How do you drive forward on that opportunity? Now, those four items again. Again, culture and direction or North Star. Those things have been part of every strategic plan that we've ever developed. But the, the new two pieces to me are the ability to be agile or agility and scalable, fixed assets that really need to be adjusted or um, tampered down or scaled up depending upon the current opportunity of the moment. In the for-profit world, you know, they've been operating with these assumptions for a long time. I think they've understood that long-term direction must be met equally with short-term strategy. I'm going to say that again, long-term direction must be equally met with short-term strategy in order to meet the needs of a changing marketplace. 
But, you know, honestly, this is where the cynic in me comes up. Rather than hearing schools or colleges trying, talking about trying to be innovative as if it were some organizational attribute or characteristic, I think the future will favor those who are bold, who practice kind of this new breed of stealth strategy. Hey, this is Insights, and I'm Ian Simmons. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great day.